All right, it is Friday. We've got uh, some things to get to on the show. Yeah, one or two. Uh, facial recognition in Detroit is being castigated as racist. Ypsilanti, after getting rid of a horrible racist mayor, has done a racist thing in appointing a new mayor. Cool. That's awesome. So we'll be talking about that. Medical community is still making layoffs. The Democrats have imposed their new uh, police overhaul recommendations. Everybody's terrified of the bar in Lansing. Detroit police are being sued. My goodness, there's just a ton here. All right. I don't know how long this show is going to be, but that's what we're talking about. All that and more coming up on the Holmes Politicast. So definitely the first thing that I want to talk about today is the fact that when you legislate in fear, uh, it, usually it's bad. Um, you don't want legislators, you don't want legislation being drafted out of passion. You want it to be clear thinking. You want it to be logical. You want it to make sense. You want it to be just. Okay, Those are all things that we are looking for with our legislation. Legislation that is just whipped up in the heat of the moment, usually not a good thing. This is why our legislative process is so long. Uh, people often wonder why we don't get more legislation passed. They'll say the system is too slow. Uh, politicians' hands are tied. They have to have too many, you know, they have to meet too many prerequisites for passing a bill. Well, that is by design because of aforementioned, you know, bills or laws made out of passion. So, the Democrats in Washington uh, have proposed quite an overhaul of police procedures. Uh, the Associated Press is reporting that Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi, uh, this woman, so she says, we cannot settle for anything less than transformative structural change. And then, of course, they have to throw the nation's history of slavery in there uh, because police are really, you know, they're, they're very similar to slave masters in the way that, you know, um, slaves got beat and police beat black people sometimes. So, I mean, obviously, that's, this is, it's exactly the same, uh, or at least it is to Nancy Pelosi. Now... The Republicans have come out with a bill as well, uh, but of course Nancy Pelosi castigated them as brutal racists. Of course, that's all that the Democrats really have at this point. It's all they've had for the last 30 years. So here's the Associated Press's characterization of the bill. The package would limit legal protections for police, create a national database of excessive force incidents, and ban police chokeholds, among other changes. Okay, well... Uh, Creating the national database, uh, you know, I can get on board with that. Um, limit legal protections for police and ban police chokeholds. So I was listening to Crowder, Loudworth Crowder, um, and he actually did a chokehold on one of his employees. Um, that that it's it's done by cutting off uh, blood flow to the brain, and the body immediately shuts down. Uh, there is no lasting damage. Uh, these quote-unquote chokeholds that they want to ban are probably the most effective way at 
subduing a an unruly uh, criminal. So I'm not in favor of getting rid of that. Uh, it, it goes on. It would revise the federal criminal police misconduct statute to make it easier to prosecute officers who are involved in, quote, reckless, unquote, misconduct, and it would change, quote, qualified immunity, unquote, protections to more broadly enable damaged claims against police in lawsuits. So it's, it, I, I, you know, I've mentioned on the show, it's easy to sit from the comfort of your elected position and call a police reckless. Um, this man, I mean, these police officers, these very brave men and women, go out and they deal with the worst people that we have to offer every day. They get shot at, they get assaulted, they have it pretty rough out there. I, you know, I wouldn't want to be a police officer in good times when I had the full support of my politicians. Uh, now, yeah, no, I would never, never, ever, would I ever in a million years be a police officer right now. Um, so, you know, I'm just going to continue. The legislation would ban racial profiling, boost requirements for police body cameras, and limit the transfer of military equipment to local jurisdictions. Now, uh, I, I'm, I'm not sure what banning racial profiling means uh police use racial profiling as i've explained on the show before to you know if if there's a problem area and there is a high percentage of people of one color in that area doing bad things committing violent crimes uh it's not unreasonable to see a person of that color and think uh, maybe i'm in danger that's not totally unreasonable and that is the only thing that I've ever seen r- racial profiling referred to. So that's stupid. Uh, and by the way, how are you gonna how are you gonna ban that? But what, what are you gonna ban the police officer from thinking he's got wrong think? So we, we're gonna ban it? Okay. All right, Democrats, you go ahead with that. <clears throat> um, overall, the bill seeks to provide greater transparency of police behavior in several ways. One, it would grant subpoena power to the Justice Department to conduct pattern and practice investigations of potential misconduct and help states conduct independent investigations. Oh, no way. A Democrat proposal giving more power to the federal government. I would have never seen this one coming in a million years. My goodness. Chalk this down as the one time I couldn't predict the future. I'm being facetious. But anyway... Yeah, we. I mean, every time there's any kind of crisis uh, or manufactured crisis in this case, the Democrats always, always, and I mean always, want to make the federal government bigger. They need a new agency. They need a new oversight committee. They need a new something that's going to cost us money. And I, you know, I feel like we're shoveling enough money up their posterior that they should be able to function. They should be able to, you know. If, if money was the problem, all right, and it wasn't just that, that the government is inept, then, excuse me, by the way, uh, if, if money was the problem and it wasn't just that the government is inept, then we are already spending enough, one would think. <clears throat> but Democrats 
you know, their, their go-to is throw more money at it. So not surprising. Um, there's also uh, an anti-lynching bill that is stalled in Congress. Um, anti-lynching bill. You know, I, I'm i just going out on a limb here. <laughs> Forgive my pun. Uh, going out on a limb here. Uh, I don't think most Americans are in favor of lynching. Um, I I don't see it ever happen. I mean, it's not happened in my lifetime. Nobody has been lynched in the 30 years that I've been alive. So I'm not really sure what the goal of this is. Obviously, it's just another stupid thing the government or the Democrats are doing for um, optics. They They need to look like they care, so they're going to say that, oh, lynching is bad. Wow. Wow. So brave of them. So brave. So courageous to say that lynching is bad. All right. Um, so this, this is what's going on in our nation right now. Uh, that's what Congress is doing. That's all exciting stuff. Really happy about that. Let's move back into Michigan. Uh, see what's going on here. So... <clears throat> Uh, Michigan Medicine will lay off 738 employees by the end of June. Oh, uh, yeah, this is uh, by Click on Detroit. Um, Sarah Parletti. Parlet? Parlet. Yes. Michigan Medicine will lay off 738 employees by the end of June due to operating losses encountered by healthcare system over the course of the COVID-19 pandemic. The the costs, Let may I remind you, that our brilliant governor uh, incurred to stop this bad flu season. So this is actually, uh, I guess, good news. They were projecting uh, 1,400 job losses. Uh, this is just over half, so that's a good thing. Uh, the medical community won't be as destroyed as it otherwise would be. So that is actually good news. Um, glad to have some of that for once. So, Ypsilanti. Oh, Ypsilanti. We've heard of you. So, because they ran their last mayor out of office for insensitivity, um, they have appointed a black woman to be mayor. Uh, it looks like it was appointed, not voted in. Um, and obviously, there are a lot of black people on the council there in uh, Ypsilanti. So this isn't a surprise. What is a surprise is the fact that they're being hailed as some kind of heroes for appointing a black person to be mayor. You know, I was under the impression that public office and jobs and, you know, just, just about anywhere in life, you want to be judged by the content of your character, not the color of your skin. And lately, it just seems like all Democrats can do is judge people by the color of their skin. If you're white, you're wrong. If you're black, you're right. Unless you're black and you disagree with us, then Joe Biden's going to take away your race card or your black card. Uh, yeah, your black card. So this nonsense has to stop at some point. Because the effect of it is racial division, plain and simple. I mentioned on the show that I, I am having a lot of trouble being sympathetic toward black people right now. I see videos of 
black people just beating the crap out of white people for no reason. Uh, perfect example, up in Macy's here in Michigan. Uh, I think it was Flint. It was Flint. I uh, just looked it up <clears throat> because I couldn't remember. Uh, Detroit News uh, reported on it. So Demir Palmer and Demarque Palmer were in a Macy's. Um, this psychopath, Demir Palmer of Mount Morris, uh, j- just out of nowhere, just start beating the crap out of this employee. Now, if, if this now, okay. So I heard about this from Matt Walsh. I didn't hear about it from Detroit, you know, media because they don't care. It's a black guy assaulting a white guy. Nobody gives a crap about that. It doesn't forward the idea of racism. You know, it doesn't it doesn't forward the idea that America is horribly racist against black people. So the mainstream media doesn't care. They report on it, you know, they put out one one piece. Um, hey, this is a thing, it happened. We're moving on now. But yeah, this this psychopath, the the prosecutor of Flint has said that he may not even bring up charges for this this horribly disgusting and racist incident. All right. This this black guy is a racist. He beat the crap out of a white employee for being white. Because he thought he used the N-word, which actually didn't happen. That was a lie. But regardless, if a black person had said the N-word, I you know, I'm thinking that Demir Palmer wouldn't have beaten the crap out of him. But since it was a white, you know, M- Macy's employee, then it's fine. Assault, assault is just just fine as long as you're a white person being assaulted. And this is in Michigan, people. It's time to wake up. It's time to wake up, guys. We have got to do something about this ridiculous racism that is coming from the black community against whites. That the Democrats are pushing on the black community against whites. I don't. I don't have an answer right this second, but. I'm telling you, perk up your ears, start listening, start paying attention. Because uh, this is gross, and it needs to be stopped. From the cheering of you know, black people just for being black, to the demonization of white people just for being white, uh, because their ancestors supposedly did some mean thing to another person's ancestors. It's ridiculous, and now I'm rambling, so we're going to move on. I realize I'm jumping around topics like crazy. Um, there wasn't any real big stuff going on, so I'm j- I was just grasping at straws for today. And also, I'm, uh, I am in the mood for vacation, so uh, this may be a little bit of a lackluster show. But that's all right. Uh, I appreciate you guys listening anyway. Um, so in Detroit, well, kind of in Detroit and Port Huron, uh, some Port, uh, Port Huron woman was at a BLM well, it says a BLM rally, a protest. Uh, we all know what the BLM protests really were. Uh, they were a bunch of riots and looting. So, especially in Detroit, Detroit was really bad. Um, so this woman is suing Detroit police because she was hit with a rubber bullet and she sustained head injuries. Um, you know what? Wow. If you want to go out and participate in riots and looting and uh, you want to be out there, you know, even if you want to be out there protesting, uh, you're not, you, you don't do it. 
uh, if there's rioters around, if there's people looting, uh, you just don't do it. You don't go out and you don't number yourselves among criminals that require police to use force. Um, unless you want, you know, this. So, I don't know how the police were supposed to realize that she was the one peaceful protester in an angry mob. Uh, but, of course, that's her story. She's sticking to it. And, you know what? What? Maybe it goes through. Maybe it doesn't. At this point, police are just getting so screwed that it doesn't even matter. Um, I hope she loses. Uh, I hope she realizes that partnering with BLM rioters and looters uh, is not a good thing in the future. And maybe she'll think twice about it. But, you know, who knows? She probably didn't think once in her whole life. So I'm not hopeful. So speaking of police being in trouble, uh, <laughs> as if that hasn't been a theme for the last couple weeks now, uh, Click on Detroit has a uh, has an article. Shoddy investigative work. Delete the Detroit police chief apologizes after arrest of innocent man. So facial recognition is being used in Detroit. Um, obviously, I I I have a problem with uh, arresting somebody on facial recognition. Uh, you need more than that as proof that somebody's committed a crime. Um, and obviously, obviously this, this guy is not going to be charged with the crime that he didn't commit. Uh, so that's good. But it did lead to an arrest. Police Chief James Craig said he's not happy with the situation and said it lacked oversight, but he is sticking by facial recognition software and said new policies are being put out or put in place that results are to be vetted and results are only used as a lead. Now, that's fine. I am okay with that. Uh, to be used only as a lead and not as um, hard evidence, that's, I'm totally okay with that. So of course, the biggest racist uh, that we have on our Michigan, you know, in our Michigan Congress, Rashida Tlaib, um, you know, she had to put her two cents in uh, she said, you know, of white people, she said, I think, I think white people think all black people look the same. That's pretty dang racist. If you ask me, I mean, you're making a broad statement about a group of people based on the color of their skin. Um, whether, whether it's true or not, uh, I've been told very reliably from, you know, I'm pretty sure Rashida Tlaib has said this, that, uh, you know, if you make assumptions about a race, because of their skin color, that that's racist. Um, but I guess only if only if white people are doing it. So she's fine. Talib told Craig during the tour that she feels the department should only employ black analysts as part of the facial recognition team. Okay. You know what? We're 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 done here. Uh, facial recognition. I'm not a huge fan. Uh, Rashida Talib is a huge racist though. So I don't know. Maybe I like it if she hates it. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. I'm fine with that. I will stand for anything Rashida Tlaib stands against. 
Um, and I will stand against anything she stands for because she is just that awful. And finally, moving away from racism. I, I didn't think we'd get there, folks. I didn't think we'd ever move past this whole stupid everybody is racist thing. But here we are. All right. So another article from Flick on Detroit. 51 coronavirus cases now linked to outbreak at East Lansing Bar. So the headline is very scary, um, of course, because we need to keep coronavirus, you know, as scary as possible. Um, But here buried in the bottom of the article, the date range of the 51 positive individuals is 16 to 28 years old. So I think they meant the age range, uh, 16 to 28 years old. Uh, None of them have been hospitalized and 10 are asymptomatic. So... A fifth of them are asymptomatic. Not a single one has had to go to the hospital. They're just positive for COVID-19. Now, I think that this is going to be used by Whitmer to shut down bars again. We'll see. I'm predicting the future here. Maybe she's already said something about it and I just missed it. Uh, But we'll see where this goes. And you know what? That's the show for you guys. I've got a little else to say for right now, but I'm sure after taking an entire week off, uh, there will be a lot to talk about. So uh, just again, a reminder, we will not be recording any shows next week. Uh, We will be back with you after the 4th of July weekend. Oh, oh, let me, let me, uh, one more thing that I want to talk about. Um, Just off the cuff, uh, part of the Michigan culture here. Uh, So I'm a student at Grand Valley. Most of our list or most of my listeners know that. And I get some really nasty people making gross comments, you know, calling me racist, calling me sexist, calling me homophobic uh, for believing what I believe, for believing that the federal government shouldn't be controlling businesses and telling them who they can and can't fire. Uh, For that, I'm a racist and a homophobe. And being a conservative at Grand Valley, you know, I don't really care what these children think of me. Um, They are children. Uh, They have not been out in the world. They have no idea what the world is. Um, And some of them will morally judge you based on your political views. Now, I've had multiple people private message me, come up and talk to me in the halls, and just say, you know, I agree with a lot of the things you say, but I'm scared to talk. Our students are scared to voice their opinions. Why? Well, because the campus is run by leftists. Leftists can't make good arguments. So they have to demonize their opponents. You've got leftist professors teaching these leftist children that it is morally acceptable for them to be abhorrent to other people based on their political views. I am committed to changing this culture. I am committed to doing something about it. I don't know what exactly yet, but before I leave Grand Valley, this is going to be one way in which I impact culture. No student that is on the right or in the center should be scared of expressing themselves in any way they want to. It is gross. It is disgusting. It is not in keeping with our First Amendment. And... So yeah, that that is going to be a part of this show is 
working on Grand Valley's campus to uh, change that culture. So I just wanted to throw that out there, put that you know into your minds. I'm sure all of our listeners know that uh, that campuses very often will restrict the freedoms of Republicans and independents to express themselves. Uh, we've seen this happening at colleges across the nation. Maybe maybe you thought it didn't touch Michigan. Maybe you knew it did. Uh, but here, you know, I'm telling you from personal experience, yes, even at Grand Valley, there are disgusting students there that will say whatever they can to try and tear you down. So that's another thing. I just wanted to put it on your radar. Uh, guys, here's how you can help change the culture. Uh, you can share me. You can support the show. Uh, you can work for the show if you'd like. Um, and you can speak out. Speaking out is is dangerous. I know I've been a little hard on my listeners uh, because very few people will speak out. Um, and I understand. I understand the risks that you take. You could lose your job. You could uh, face problems with future employers. Uh, maybe someday I'm going to get a teaching job and they find out that I'm a conservative podcast host and they listen to some of my shows and they say, yeah, I don't like this guy's view and uh, I'm not going to hire him for my district. So there are, you know, it's, it's always, always going to be a risk to speak the truth. Uh, but I think it's possible that we've contributed to this by allowing people to call us racists uh, and not knocking their teeth out. I'm just kidding. Don't knock their teeth out. Um, but to be scared of somebody calling you a racist that word has no meaning anymore. It simply means disagreeing with the left. So guys, I would encourage you, don't be scared of being called a racist. If you face losing your job, you know, it's up to you whether you, whether or not you want to speak out. Um, but I will. I will speak out. I will attempt to change this culture. And you guys can help me a lot by just sharing the show. So that is our show for today. Uh, we will see you guys after the July 4th weekend. Uh, go blow some stuff up. Celebrate being an American because this is still the greatest country on earth to live in. I'm Thomas Fry. This is the Holmes Politicast.